announcement. Are you ready for a big, 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 big announcement? So for about a year, we've been talking about the presidential election out there somewhere on the horizon. You wake up this morning and you realize it's 47 days away. It's 47 days. This has been by far the most intense presidential election season in the lifetime of anyone watching it. But it feels like we're moving towards something even more intense. What's going to happen on election day and in the days following? What's, What's going to happen? happen? That's when the war starts. I'm beginning to think that's true. That's when the war starts. 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 I'm beginning to think that's true. That's when the war starts. That's when the war starts. That's when the war starts. I'm beginning to think that's true. That's when the war starts. So, I have been asked 1,000 times over the past few years, why in the world are you in California? Like, why? I mean, this place has turned into a hellhole. So, I've spent my entire life in California. And I love this state. It's a beautiful state. It's a state with a lot of culture and a lot of fun to it. You know, it's, a, it's a great place in terms of activities. You got the beach nearby, you got Disneyland. Disneyland. And then over time, it just became a hellhole. And I love this state. It's a beautiful state. And it has become a hellhole at this point. You know, it's, a, it's a great place in terms of activities. It just became a hellhole. And I love this state. It's a beautiful state. Disneyland. Now, hundreds have gathered here in front of the Washington County Administration building, calling for the end of a mask mandate, saying they are tired of not living their normal lives. They are tired. They, they are, are tired. tired. No more masks. 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 Several police officers on standby as many Several police officers on standby. Coronavirus spikes overblown. Several police officers on standby. The flu kills more than coronavirus. The flu kills more than coronavirus. When George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, and then he died, and now we're wearing a mask, and we say, I can't breathe. But we're being forced to wear it anyway. Several police officers on standby. When George Floyd was saying, I can't breathe, and then he died, and now we're wearing a mask, and we say, I can't breathe, but we're being forced to wear it anyway. They believe in all cases, masks jeopardize kids' health. I'll tell you another reason I'd hate masks. Most child molesters love them. Most child molesters love them. My friends, for the first time, atheists have become the largest religious group in America. The religion of no religion. Atheists. Is anybody surprised by this? Liberal Democrats have been waging a war on faith since the 1960s, and their victories are shattering our society our society. You can see signs of the new godlessness everywhere. The murder rates in blue cities. No more masks! The crimes against children. Most child molesters love them. The disintegration of the traditional family. For heaven's sake, look, look at a million abortions in America every year and liberals celebrating abortion up to the moment of birth and after. The left is as wrong about God as they are about everything else. And that's saying something. Anthony is the president of the Trinity Foundation. Uh, he's investigated televangelists for 20 years now. It's unbelievable. Somehow the church in America has been hijacked by greed. And it's uh, very, very sad because it's a testimony on how we are not 
caring for the poor in our country. Would Jesus drive a Bentley? Would Jesus wear a $2,000 suit? I mean, would Jesus buy a, a toilet worth $23,000? That's Paula White, a televangelist turned official member of the Trump administration. When you're with him in the White House, and you're in the Oval Office and you have an opportunity to pray, that's such a weighty responsibility. How do you pray for him? Depends on the day. It depends on the situation. But I always, I pray for him every single day. And we pray, um, sometimes I'm laying hands on him and praying by revelation, always praying the word of God over him, securing his purpose, his calling, his destiny, his family, his mind, the wisdom of God. Um, sometimes there's very specific things that we target and we pray together. You know, there was a picture that went viral of, all, of uh, many of us in the Oval Office yes. that had gathered yes. and laying hands, and people were like, what's going on in the White House? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, this is really normal. This is a man and a president who loves prayer and loves God. And I think people get kind of shocked or amazed by that. Yeah. But, but I, I love that he seems to recognize that there's value to that for him. Absolutely, yeah. and he says it all the time. He says, we worship God, not government. Mm -hmm. Trump's faith advisor, Paula White. To say no to President Trump would be saying no to God, and I won't do that. We command all satanic pregnancies to miscarry right now. We declare that anything that's been conceived in satanic wombs, that it'll miscarry. 18 years ago, when I told him the story, the Lord spoke to me and said, regarding then Mr. Trump, show him who I am. The televangelist turned official member of the Trump administration. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. I think so many people have taken biblical scriptures out of context on this mm -hmm. to say stuff like, well, Jesus was a refugee, and yes, he did live in Egypt for three and a half years, but it was not illegal. If, it, <laughs> if he had broke the law, then he would have been sinful, and he would not have been our Messiah. In May of 2007, news of a U.S. Senate financial probe broke. The investigation targeted six televangelists, including White, who preached the so-called prosperity gospel, which espouses that God rewards believers with financial success, and those who donate more to the church will have more success. There's a department of treasury in heaven that God is watching over everything you do, and you are storing up eternal treasure that will go so far beyond, I think, that we can even begin to imagine. You need to send in 35000 You need to send in that $100,000 check. If you do not write that P.O. box, and you do not call that toll-free number, and you do not become a ministry of sustainer, you will never see sustainment in your life, and your dream will die, your call will die. Trump's faith advisor. Trump's faith Paul advisor. Paula White. I get to do some real cool things like pray over the president almost every day. Five types of women that men tend to avoid. Five types of women. Serial flirters, someone who talks about marriage too soon, clingy women, the party girl, and a woman who talks too much or is a drama queen. Wherever I go, God rules. When I walk on White House grounds, God walks on White House grounds. When I walked in the river, God walked in the river. When I go into the dry cleaner, that dry cleaning place becomes holy. I had every right and authority to declare the White House as holy ground because I was standing there and where I stand is holy. White will surely come in handy for Trump, who's looking to maintain his evangelical base as he tries to win a second term. She told the New York Times, quote, I've never seen the base more energized than it is now. Damn. 
could preach for my foot right now. Because Dr. Brody just took my foot and broke it in four or five places. It's all separated. I was like, how in the world did you do that? That thing is all narrow and look, and it's going to fit back in those high heels. And I'm going to be wearing about nine inch high heels instead of six inch. Well, I prophesy to him every day, bone come back together in the name of Jesus. Bunyan, you gone. Come on, knobbly toes. You even look cute now. I am speaking prophetically by the Holy Spirit. And you are to sow a $3,000 seed. When you obey the voice of the Lord, and you do what God's telling you to do, you need to send in 35000 You need to send in that $100,000 check. I'm telling you, and God has mandated, if you do not write that P.O. box, and you do not call that toll-free number, and you do not become a ministry of sustainer, you will never see sustainment in your life, and your dream will die. Here's this former messed-up Mississippi girl lived in a trailer that they called trailer trash. Daddy committed suicide, got pregnant out of wedlock, been married, been divorced, not just once, you know, twice. As Paula White, a televangelist turned official member of the Trump administration. Trump had another rally last night in central Wisconsin. Folks, the guy was in the zone. In the zone. He was just seamless. He was moving from ad lib and, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh. He was in such a wonderful mood, a great mood. He, he was, was hilariously funny. Deadly serious when called for. Um, um, um. No, it was uh, it was last, last night was just it was just, it was last night was just it was great to watch and over on the other channel here is Biden with the drive-in town hall the contrast between the Trump town hall on ABC and the Biden drive-in town hall last night I, I, I it is so dramatic it is so obvious obvious, obvious. that 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 the average viewers have to be able to tell and discern the difference the CNN people convinced he did so well he proved he's not got dementia. Dementia. Uh, that he's that he's not senile. Uh, um, uh, um, it, it, uh, um, it, it, uh, um, 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 um. So there is, uh, there's that. Uh. <laughs> A quarter of the U.S. population identifies as evangelical, a branch of Protestantism that emphasizes a strict reading of the gospel and the need to be born again. So as I see this, there are three options. There are three options. On how this, on how this ends. One, one, that we find a group of Americans that are so Martin Luther King-ish, Martin Luther that King-ish. they just, they're willing to stand peacefully through anything. I mean, take a crowbar to the head. Martin Luther They're willing to, we can get them all together and we can find a couple of leaders like a Martin Luther King or a Gandhi and we can all rally around these people and and, and put together a a well-coordinated and well-financed movement. You know, because Martin Luther King was also very well-financed. Uh, and and then we can we can you know we, we can stand against Black Lives Matter, which is this just ragtag 
band of 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 people people uh, that currently have 1.6 billion dollars at their disposal. So we can do that, and we can march right into the gates of hell, and everybody, the press, will be there, and they will be witness to good versus evil and it will be on the screen side by side and people will go i like those people more than those people i like those people more than those people and that's 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 the way to change things the bible tells us that the god of this world has blinded the eyes of unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the glory of god in the face of jesus christ now the other one is the other one is we just kind of keep doing what we're doing and then the Marxist and the deep state take over and and we lose the country you know probably in the next four years uh, and America as we know it is is over uh, and then the singularity comes and we're already slaves but some people um, get little chips and so they become super super powerful and super super smart and uh, there's no way to compete with them, so our children and our grandchildren are forever slaves to a really dark system. For 2020, we're saying, we will put you in again, President. We want our country to be great again. We become worse than the Nazis because of our technology. Uh, This may shock some of you. There used to be millions of Americans, both Democrats and Republicans, who Worship God. Read up, understand the issues, vote. In 2016, about 80% of white evangelicals voted for Donald Trump. And we just end all freedom, and America just becomes this dark, dark place. Our voting is not paramount because we live for another kingdom when we serve a king and not a president. Um, so we, we, but we do vote in line with our with our convictions as Christ followers. And all man's freedom is lost, (laughs) and possibly forever. If I could save just one life in voting that way. I think in hopes that some lives would be saved uh, through a moderately pro-life candidate, many evangelicals voted for him. I would love for more politicians to be willing to consider being less pro-abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I would love to see a Democratic... A Liz Warren or a Joe Biden or someone like that I to take a stance for... <laughs> I think for, he's yeah. so he's a very likable guy. <laughs> if he would just say, I'm not going to push for abortions, I would definitely consider him. This thing is so well-coordinated and so freaking evil yep. uh, and so well-financed that there's no way out. I come here and I pray for the president every day. And I'm right in front of his office, so I feel like it's prophetic that I'm right here. Lord, I thank you that you have prayer networks all across this country. We come together in the name of Jesus in agreement for our president. Lord, you chose him for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. I thought of this third scenario yesterday. 
So uh, here's the scenario. We all start working on the Martin Luther King thing, but someplace inside of us, we all know that ain't going to happen. Martin, Martin Luther, Luther King. King. But we actually try to do it. Um, and in the course of doing that, a small number of us really change. You know, a small number. It's not going to be a lot of people because, you know... Christians and all of that nonsense is going to be just deemed hooey soon oh, okay. by scientists okay. and those in the know. I believe that they are the reason of the sickness of our country. I really do. I've interviewed Americans across the country. What they say back is what they are hearing from mainstream media. And I call it a lot of it is vomit where they're releasing vomit, they're releasing hatred, they're releasing bitterness, they're releasing uh, suspicion. And then the, you know, the country is overthrown by the, you know, dark forces uh, of Marxism and, and death and evil. And we lose the country as we know it by, let's say, 2024. Okay, 2024. And uh, then there's like seven years of tribulation. But then Jesus comes. Like most evangelicals, she believes that Donald Trump's election was God's will. And like them, she's willing to turn a blind eye on his behavior to focus on the fact that he stacked the courts with conservative judges all the way to the Supreme Court. You know, a lot of people ask us, you know, why do you uh, support him when you see his tweets and you see some of his behavior, you know, but uh, we have grace towards him because we trust God that God put him there, so. So then Jesus comes, and everything is great again. Great again. Great again. Great again. So then Jesus comes, and everything is great again. In Kentucky, 80% of residents are Christian, and half of them are evangelicals. I'd rather hope for that than just the gulag with the Borg. Like two-thirds of white evangelicals, the Dobbinses are creationists. They believe the Earth is 6,000 years old as written in the book of Genesis, the first book of the Old Testament. If we actually start to look at it that way, then even if Jesus doesn't come, we're the happy ones in the concentration camp or the gulag. Given that there were dinosaurs alive at the time of the flood, we know because, it, because Noah brought every kind of animal onto the ark that there would have been dinosaurs on the ark. And we know that because when you look at the fossil record of the dinosaurs, you see that they died in a catastrophe. President Trump, these are some of your greatest faith leaders. They would love to pray over you. And uh, we love you. Will everybody just stretch your hands towards the president before he gets up? Because we know that prayer makes a difference. He doesn't claim to be perfect, but he is passionate. I want you to stretch your hands toward him, please. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we come before you, Lord. We present our president. We thank you for this nation that was born in 1776. We pray in 2020 it would be born again. We humbly ask you to bless our nation and to bless our president, Donald Trump. Lord, I thank you that America didn't need a preacher in the Oval Office. It did not need a professional 
politician in the Oval Office, but it needed a fighter and a champion for freedom. And Lord, that's exactly what we have. I thank you, Lord, that he doesn't claim to be perfect, but he is passionate. He's passionate to stop the merciless killing of the unborn. He's passionate to raise people from poverty, and six million have been moved from food stamps to the dignity of work. He is passionate, oh God, to see our Supreme Court filled with men and women who will stand for justice for all. Justice and for Lord, all. And Lord, we thank you for all that you have begun. And now that you have begun it in our nation, in the middle, we pray that you would bless. Beginnings are wonderful. Endings are wonderful. But in the middle, we need your help. In the middle of the race, the runner needs his second win. In the middle, oh God, of a battle, the reinforcements need to come in. So send your power and your presence to touch this president. Show him who you are. Show him your love. Show him the love of the people. And Lord, do something so great in him and in this nation that the pundits on TV and the news anchors will be amazed at how great America is because God is great in America again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The Lord said, I'm going to see to it that history is rewritten so that the truth will be exposed. History is rewritten. And here's what he gave me. He said, just like when you go to the doctor and you don't think anything's wrong, but when the x-ray comes back, the x-ray will tell the story. The Lord said, right now my spirit is putting an x-ray on America. And he said, all those threats are about to be exposed. And I believe that God has the right man in the White House. When revival does break out in America, I believe he has the right man in the White House. Not because I'm a Donald Trump fan. Not, not, I'm not saying that I'm a Donald Trump fan. I'm not saying that. But I know his wife is baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I also know that Vice President Pence is a God-fearing man, and his wife is also a powerful Christian. I don't know what kind of Christian Donald Trump is, but I'll just say this. Even if he's not a Christian, he's done more for the Christians than any other president I've ever known. And I, I don't care if you like me saying that or if you don't. Nobody put a gun to your head today and marched you in here and told you to sit down. I'm just telling you the truth. He's done more for Christians than any other president I've ever known. He's done more for Israel than any other president I've ever known. And he's done more for the unborn in the womb than any other president I've ever known. So I don't care whether you like it or not. God is about to send something to America that's going to shake it to the foundation. This Inside broadcast was made possible by the faithful support from partners and friends of John Kilpatrick Ministries. If you would like to help us continue this outreach, we invite you to consider becoming a monthly partner today. Your gift will enable us to continue to bring hope and restoration to the body of Christ. Feel free to explore johnkilpatrick.org where you can discover ministry resources, upcoming events, and much more. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Rev Kilpatrick. We look forward to hearing from you. These children don't study history or science books, but scripture. When I had children of my own, I began to wonder 
what it would be like to be able to be that main person to provide an education. And this is giving me the opportunity for them to observe the world through biblical lenses. It just really comes up when we're studying science that God is the creator and how, what this must say about him, that he made these beautiful things. Or like with math, that God is logical and um, understandable and concrete. These children don't study history or science books. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the house you gave us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you that you, that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The president was put there by God. And all presidents have been put there by all, God. Every American president has been put there by God. There's a lot about the president we have now that we disagree with. But well, we're thankful for the we, good choices he's made at times. And at times, major political party fully encompasses evangelical beliefs. We want to thank you for joining us at our first Evangelical for Trump 2020 rally. Your trendsetters right here. This body was for our Tonight is a night of uh, praise, prayer, and patriotism. You don't have to check your mental acumen when you walk through the door of the sanctuary. You're going to get inspired. You're going to get soothed. You're going to walk out of here charged and energized in body, mind, soul, and spirit tonight. They thought Hillary would win by a landslide, but they underestimated God. I thought politics was for the big guys up there, or the real smart ones. God is doing something. There's an uprising. There's a true movement of God. And God is really moving. I mean, this is such a God thing. Oh, I believe God's getting ready to do something. Fasten on your seatbelts. Some people say, well, could you just keep politics and out of church and just preach the Bible? We're wrestling against principalities, powers, wickedness, and darkness. If we had American pastors that were less concerned about full seats on Sunday morning and more concerned about empty seats after the rapture, we would have a revival in this nation. The pastors don't speak up is how we end up with men in the women's restroom. Don't let pornography and adultery and fornication capture your kids. Train them! Let them be turned to confusion. 
Father, we thank you that the murder, the, the American Holocaust of abortion will be stopped in this nation. We come against it. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ against it. Folks are saying, is the president really for real? Is he really on the side of Christians? When you cut him, he's going to bleed God, family, red, white, and blue patriotism. So I want to urge you tonight, every believer, to engage in the battle of thoughts. We don't want people to tell us how to think. Talk about a world of ideology. That's when the war starts. I'm beginning to think that's true. I have to ask you a question. It's a very simple question. Are you willing to fight? We are fighting for the very soul of our country. Somebody got to stand over on the bus and say, I'm not ready to go to the back of the bus. My daddy on the bus line. I'll sit where I please. This is a war of ideas. It's a war of mindsets. It's a war of worldviews. The minds and hearts of this generation are now the theater of conflict. Man your battle stations, ready your spiritual weapons. Silence is the language of defeat. Shouting is the language of victory. That's when the war starts. I'm beginning to think that's true. Clapping is the language of authority. I'm in the right place to say this, and I hope I can find somebody to shout an amen. This is a spiritual battle. God bless our friends from the Washington Post that are here today. Lord bless them as long as they report good things and true things about this meeting. I do pray for all the reporters, sincerely, because there was a day that journalism was fair and balanced. But unfortunately, for the most part, it has become fake news. hate their lies keep you in some kind of trap at all times what I mean by that is kids aren't being caged not drinking from toilet water I'll stop if I can keep telling you fact after fact after fact but you're not going to hear from those guys guided elites will attempt to marginalize you. They'll shout at the top of their lungs that you are nothing but deplorable and smelly Walmart shoppers 
clinging to your gun, toting a Bible. We worship God, not government. And you will not take God out of our home, out of our family, out of our hearts, out of our children, and certainly not out of our nation. This is sheer backwardity and upside down from people and pundits living on their heads. We are winning, and they're not telling you the truth. So sound an alarm. A Holy Ghost invasion is taking place. We lift up, oh God, the journey between now and the election, oh God. We agree for angelic protection over everyone in the Trump administration. We pray that every weapon formed against them will come to nothing. Every plan of evil will not succeed against them, and no weapon that is formed against them will be able to prosper. We survived eight years of a president that said this is no longer a Christian nation. But like a fake fingernail, we pressed on. Him like you know it. Somebody get excited about the power of God that has the potential of dropping down in this land. major political party fully encompasses evangelical beliefs.